0: How's it going, everyone? Welcome to a brand new episode of Getting to the Truth in This Art. I'm Rob Lee from Mastermind Team's RobCast, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Michelle Diggs from Blondie's Donuts. Uh, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you so very much. Thanks for having me.
0: Um, Firstly, I had to wipe the drool off of my mouth when I started looking <laughs> at the different donuts out there. And um, yeah, uh, it's it's really great to speak to a, another... Um, Another person as a resident in the city that's doing good, positive stuff in the city. And uh, thank you. I want to get a brief description of Blondie's Donuts, and you know, for the okay. people that aren't dipped, the, for the people that aren't honey dipped, as it were. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So just to give a little background, uh, we started the business in twenty late twenty eighteen, early twenty nineteen. Actually, so we've only been up and running for a little over a year. Um, The business came at an interesting time in my life. Um, I was taking a bit of a a career pivot. Uh, My background is uh, science. Uh, I've been in the clinical research industry for almost 20 years, um, uh, mainly doing research. And it's sort of a weird story, but I took um, a road trip with a friend. We ran across this amazing donut shop up in Portland, Maine, of all places, uh, and just had like a a great experience. Um, And when I got back home, I was telling my husband about it, and was just so infatuated with, with this concept. The lady actually was doing potato donuts, so something like potato bread.
0: Wow.
1: <laughs> it's donuts, and they were just awesome. Um, so it was just a way to, you know, sort of change the the, the standard donut, and um, I just sort of became intrigued with, with, the, uh, with the idea, and I've always baked. Um, I grew up in a family of bakers, my grandmother, mother, aunts. Uh, So it's something that I've always done as a hobby, uh, but decided to, you know, take a stab at doing it uh, as a business, actually. So it took about three months to develop a recipe. And what I was looking for was something that was uh, a little richer. I've always loved like French toast and uh, like brioche dough has always been a a real love of mine. So I wanted to try to create a brioche-based donut. Um, Again, that was a bit more rich with a lot more butter and more eggs So again, I played with that for several months and did tons of different recipe testing. And I was neighbors and anybody who would take a donut, I I was giving them donuts.
0: Uh, Focus group, (laughs) try this literally, okay?
1: (laughs) Like a half another batch. try these, (laughs) try these. But but about after about three months, got to one that you know my husband and I agree was a was something that was a good product. And, um, you know, did a couple like little small pop-up events in Baltimore at, uh, with some nonprofits that my husband is a part of, um, and they just started to sell. And the feedback was initially just very, very positive out the gate and literally just kept going from there. Uh, so we sort of just built on that uh, initial game plan to start small with smaller markets and farmers markets and... Um, that's what we are today. So we are still a pop up business. Uh, we don't do not have a brick and mortar. We work in a commercial kitchen space uh, in Baltimore City, um, but again, that's just what we use for production, and we also allow some pickups at that location. Uh, so brick and mortar is is not on the horizon just yet. We shall see.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but that's sort of how we got started. Well, that's that's great, and forgive me if any of these questions kind of go go back over it. But definitely, uh, I guess oh, if, no, no if I re if I re mention it, it's like extra emphasis. Uh, <laughs> so, what makes your donuts unique? Um, we've uh, we we I feel like I'm cheating right now. I have like a donut a donut, <laughs> a donut uh, company that I, I do a lot of uh, stuff with, and uh, they okay. very good with us. But um, you know, it's diversification, and ultimately. You know, it's um, showing love to everybody. So, absolutely. What makes uh, Blondie's donuts unique?
1: Well, uh, like I mentioned, we we do a brioche style donut. Um, So it's not; it is a yeast raised donut, but it's not a standard yeast raised donut. Again, we use very high high quality ingredients. Uh, We use like organic eggs from a local farmer. We use uh, real vanilla, real vanilla bean, um, (laughs) European style butter. Uh, so we take our time with a product, with making a product that is based on how I grew up. You know, again, using scratch-made ingredients that you know you could taste everything when you bite into it. It's not artificial. We don't use preservatives. Um, All of our mix, I mean, all of our um, glazes, all of our custards, our cream fillings, everything, 100% is scratch-made. Only I do not make is Nutella. Have a Nutella donut but I don't make that one, but um, everything else, we make hundred percent by hand. We cut every single donut by hand. Uh, so it's very much the traditional old school techniques that we use to produce uh, the donuts. And, you know, it's time intensive, it's labor intensive, uh, but it's something that, you know, I think it it shows in the product that we offer to our customers and my people have just continued to support us uh, because it is something that you can't find anywhere else. Um, I haven't come across one that that tastes anything like ours. In a rag, but I do think we offer a very different and unique product. Um, and again, the the customers' response to what we provide has has just continued to prove that over and over again.
0: That's that's amazing. Um... It's funny because like I think some of the more handheld uh, confection the bad thing, we trick ourselves into thinking that the quote unquote bad things, as long as they're smaller, you know, <laughs> right. they're, they're good. And um, I think in the next year, maybe two, there's gonna be like a donut challenge, kind of like on like Food Network or what have you, when they have hey, the, uh, we'll the cupcake it. challenges. Um, we'll take it. <laughs> and, it's, and it's funny cause like um, we used to go to, my girlfriend and I used to go to this spot uh, called, I think it was like maybe Bee Donuts is in Hamden. And okay. we were always kind of joke about it. It's like, yeah, we're here, Bonnie's like six dollar artisanal donuts or what have you. It's like this is yeah. great. <laughs> and you know, if if it has like a certain like quality to it, which you were describing, it's it's just like, all right, great, fantastic. I don't care about the price. I don't care about it as long as this tastes like it's supposed to taste. I I can see that there's actual fruit in here. I can see that right. this custard is very high quality. And mm-hmm you know, that's what you look for. And you, you said all the positive things earlier, butter and, <laughs> and quality eggs, quality egg, vanilla. Yeah,
1: absolutely. All the good stuff. Like I said, I mean, you know, I, we can name, I can name the ingredients in, in every single thing that I make easily. I mean, it's no, again, chemicals and extra additives. And I, we, we skip all of that. Because again, to me, it's nothing like having something that you can taste, you know, the nutmeg, you can taste the vanilla, Uh, those qualities, you know, they just ring true when it comes to scratch baking. And for me, that's very important. Um, Again, sort of going back to my background, uh, you know, growing up, I grew up in the South and, you know, food was a very big part of our, you know, it's incorporated in everything you do from weddings to funerals. Um, You know, so it was always, yeah, just just learn to appreciate. I grew up appreciating uh, what real quality was and you know, again, just just using those those hand techniques to to make something by hand, and just the the that you get from it to see somebody enjoy something that you actually spent time making yourself—it's nothing like that feeling. It's so gratifying.
0: That's that's great. Um, yeah, and it's maybe a little self-serving, but uh, <laughs> ha, have you ever received any like suggestions for like flavors? And if so, have you added any to your current offering on menu?
1: Oh, yeah. we People always provide recommendations. And what about this? Have you tried this? And we switch it up um, as often as we can. Um, We took a little break when the pandemic first hit the U.S. So we shut down for about a month and a half, two months. Um, And at that time, we uh, continued to do some testing in the kitchen and came up with new recipes. And when we came back, we added uh, a few new things to the menu um, so it, it's an evolving process. I mean, I feel like it's always something that you can try. You get inspiration from, you know, going to a restaurant and trying something yourself. And like, we can make that into a donut flavor or some kind of glaze or something. So there's always inspiration, whether it be from customers or just something that, you know, I see or I taste myself uh, that gets me in the kitchen and I'm just, <laughs> and, you know, trying to create something different.
0: Mad scientist in the uh, kitchen, uh, I'm
1: here. Right, right. <laughs> and that's what's so perfect. And it's sort of, you know, um, goes into my background too, again, coming from the sciences where I've always loved experimentation and our research is is like in my blood. I I love to research things. So when it comes to experimentation with recipes, it's natural. that curiosity for me, it, it never fades. So I'm always looking for that next thing.
0: And that's, that's great. And that's something that, uh, I, I look for and just people that I want to work with and kind of admire what they're doing in their business is like, are you always tinkering or, or are you complacent? And, uh, yes. you know, like I'm a tinkerer, I'm a problem solver. And it's like, there are certain things that I know and I know quality. I, I, I drink fine scotch and whiskey. Mm-hmm. I know quality. And yes. <laughs> it's kind of one of those things. Um, so Let's let's shift it to to Baltimore a little bit. Um, okay. So, in your opinion, what makes Baltimore unique? And I guess the a part of the question is um, why would you want to like kind of start setting up your business? I know you're in like the commercial space, but you do do the uh, the events and the um, mm-hmm. and so on here. So, why would you want to set up business in Baltimore?
1: To me, Baltimore has felt like home since I moved up here in 2002. Um, I again grew up in the South. I went to school in the Deep South, and decided to return to the DMV when I um, graduated. And when I moved to Baltimore, it, it just felt like a home away from home. To be honest, I've always thought of the people here were just salt of the earth, good people. Uh, people here are just you know genuine. What you see is what you get, whether you like it or not. <laughs> and you know that that the, the moniker Charm City, it's so fitting because I do feel like. The city has so many intricacies that make it its own unique place. But uh, I've lived, again, in different cities all over the country since I was 18. Um, but this is, for me, has, been, has always felt like my second home outside of where I grew up. Um, and when we decided to open, uh, at the time we were already living in Baltimore County, Uh, And like I said, it was just a natural fit. I mean, we had like a lot of different contacts in the city. Again, my husband has two nonprofits in the city, so he had a big network already in place there. Uh, It it just just perfectly from what what we wanted to do. And again, because there was nothing that was being offered that in in the same way that we offered, um, you know, this unique donor, there was something in the city quite like it yet. Um, so we felt that it was a, a perfect fit, and, and on top of that, I'll mention when I first started the business, you know, decided to you know get into the donut space, and I didn't just want to be a, a typical baker doing you know cakes and, and pies and whatnot. I I wanted specifically to do donuts, and when I began to research it more, I saw that there was no representation really amongst Black. Uh, black-owned donut shops and businesses.
0: Ding, ding, ding.
1: <laughs> yeah. And for me, I mean, representation is is always huge. I mean, I went to a historically black college and, you know, to not see people that looked like me doing what I wanted to do, it, it just felt wrong in so many <laughs> ways to right. say it, to put it mildly. So part of what was important for me too was to have someone in more that looked like me and, you know, could provide this premium product to customers <laughs> Uh, and again, do something that you just don't see us do very often. Um, I talked to a blogger just recently, actually. She was putting out a list of black-owned donut shops across the country, and literally, I was I was like blown away when I saw the list itself. But on the East Coast, there are only two that that we were able to like confirm: two black-owned donut businesses on the entire East Coast. One is Sublime in Atlanta, and myself in Baltimore. That is it. Everything else. Chicago, Detroit, uh, a couple other in the Midwest, and then on the east, on the on the east, um, sorry, West Coast between LA up to like the Portland, Oregon area. But it, it, it's it's astounding to say people eat donuts every single day nationwide, and there's so few of us in this space.
0: Yeah, and I, I think like, and, and I want to go back to one thing that you mentioned. You 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 said you're you're from the South. What part of the South are you from?
1: Richmond, Virginia.
0: Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was thinking like further south, because I was like, okay. Like I was waiting for <laughs> I was waiting for some New Orleans there because I was going to ask. No, 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 and I,
1: not, that is it. No, no, and, that and,
0: that I I, and I think I can still ask it. That's actually one of one of my favorite places. And like that that quality yep. and that you know what you are getting. And there is a lot of parallels between I think the people here and the people down there. Agree. Um, w- within like your upbringing, you you touched on quality being a thing. Um, what about certain flavors that are from the south or what have you? That has, mm-hmm. has that like influenced some of your choices? And okay, I'm gonna have that on the menu. I'm gonna do, let's oh, say, I visited, <laughs> I visited New Orleans for the sake of argument. It's like, oh, you know what? Pralines are gonna be in a donut somehow. That's happening.
1: Mm-hmm. That's so funny you say that because I'm working on a recipe right now with pralines. But um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, banana. We we have. I have so many that I'm, I'm rolling out this summer, actually. Uh, but we do uh, a lemon meringue, which is. Uh, sort of like a play on my grandmother's lemon chess pie, uh, which was like the most amazing thing on earth. So I actually used her her recipe for it. Uh, but you know, things like that. Even coconut cream is another donut flavor that we do. Again, you know, back to those flavors of you know fresh grated coconut that my mom used to use for her cakes and pies and would toast the coconut flakes in the oven and. You know, just all those, the the real stuff. Um, another one that we're working on right now is a banana pudding recipe for one of our filled donuts. Um, so, yeah, I definitely try to incorporate some of those Southern flavors, um, you know, just to sort of bring back that that down-at-home kind of flavor that everybody loves. I don't care what part of the country you're from. When you eat something from the South, it's just, it's real. It's good.
0: You know? <laughs> it, tastes like, it tastes like home when you eat it, you know? It's like you still get it, but you know, like some places when it's like, "Oh, I'm doing a play on this." It's like I don't think you're playing; I think you're. <laughs> <playing>. <laughs> but uh, definitely, um, you like. I think once, once my girlfriend hears this episode, she's like, "Yeah, so when are we going again?" Because you mentioned limber meringue, you listened, mentioned the coconut, the uh, oh, yes, you've, yes, you've yes. hit her. You've hit her two favorite like types. Okay, of donuts. Mine's, is very, mine's is very plain. I am like I'm a basic one. Or okay, have you. it's just like can I get a blueberry cake donut, please? <laughs> that sounds amazing too. I love those as well. Um, so okay. have you have you um collaborated with any like local vendors? Like generally, I think like when I think of like donuts or what have you, especially like a cake donut for sake of argument. I think of like really good coffee and I'm a coffee snob. So Me too. It's like, uh-huh. do you, do you collaborate with, with any places um, like locally, any vendors?
1: So we have worked with uh, a couple of different folks. Um, I've worked with a catering company that's outside of Annapolis, believe it or not, uh, sort of a far drive from Baltimore, but some collaborations with the catering business out there. Uh, we're also in talks right now with um, a local business that's based in the city um, to do some collaborations with their ice cream. Um, so more to come on that in the future. Uh, but yeah, but we definitely are trying to work with, you know, more local businesses to, you know, do some, some sharing with ideas and, you know, things that we could do to build everyone's brand at the same time, pretty much. So, um, so yes. I apologize for any background noise, by
0: the way. Oh, it's all good. Um, and I can uh, we'll, we uh, I'll email you after this because uh, in doing this podcast, it's been uh, interesting to see what connections are there with certain businesses. Uh, I had um, yes. a lot more coffee on um, and uh, Aunt Kelly's cookies. They were on like the same podcast, and I was just like, oh yeah, okay. coffee and cookies go together for some reason. Let's do it. Uh Um, so
1: one more. I Got about them, but we've done some work. Uh, Black Acres Roastery before, so we've done a couple of different pop ups and different events that we've collaborated together with. Again, donuts and coffee, so it's worked (laughs) quite well.
0: (laughs) They they go go together. Um, Exactly. Why not? (laughs) So so what's what's one like um, one one flavor that you're like? All right, this is I can't make this work. Like that's the one that it's like the one that got away. It's like I might come back to it, but not (laughs) right now.
1: What has been the one that has anything really tripped me up so far? Uh, I'll tell you what, I was working on a um a pineapple donut actually. And that one has not been quite as successful as I'd hope. I'm trying to it it's hard to pineapple it tastes really flavorful when you eat it, but to extract the juices and get a good um, you know, good product is sort of tough. So
0: Yeah. That, uh elusive at the moment (laughs) but i'm working on it though because when you say it i immediately think of like pineapple upside down cake or what have you but it's just that's what i was that's what i was trying to play with was a pineapple upside down um recipe and
1: the flavors are just not quite as strong as i like them to be so it's coming though we're we're getting there
0: it's like yeah the the, you know back to the old drone but it'll be here soon uh (laughs) yes so you, you, t- I think you touched on it, um, but let's reiterate. Um, describe that aha moment you had when you said, "Look, I'm going into this." And what other pieces of maybe your own creativity that you've, you know, added to being in business?
1: Huh. Well, for me, I mean, this
0: honestly is my
1: creative outlet. Um, I mean, coming from a, a science background, there's very little room for interpretation in terms of creativity. Uh, you know, it's extremely black and white. So for me, for me this, this has been my creative space just in its, in its totality, really. Um, I'm able to, again, get in the kitchen and play with different ingredients and ideas and thoughts. Um, so, you know, it, it sort of is all-encompassing when you say creativity. It, it's everything that I do every single day. Um, so I don't think I could pinpoint just one facet. Okay. Of it. Yeah. The whole
0: thing, really. Some people say, yeah, you know, I was a, um, I was a former writer and I said, you know what, I'm going to go into baking. It's like, cool, cool. I I guess there's typing on it. I don't know. And I see that you have uh, one of the offerings and we were were talking about it. I was talking to my uh, co-host last night in preparation Mm -hmm. for this. And I was like, all right, you're getting letter donuts for your birthday. It's not going to be a full happy birthday, Dan, but it's just going to be like, Dan, it's like, here's your four donuts. Enjoy a happy birthday. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, no, that is a sort of an interesting thing that we added. Um, I guess if you want to talk about creativity, um, that was something that I, I have seen. I mean, we, we have not created a lot of donuts, like, we haven't created the concept, but in terms of what we offer um, that no one else in this area offers, we decided to go ahead and put it on the menu. Because uh, again, I've seen it at, at a couple of different donut shops that I visited in New York City before, and I thought it was such a cool idea. Because uh, I mean, you know, everyone loves donuts and then you can personalize them in some kind of way. So when we decided to throw it on the menu last year, uh, I mean, people have just been, it, it's astounding people have asked for a letter donuts, but you know, I'm more than happy to do whatever they've, they've asked for anniversaries to birthdays to, you know, baby showers, everything, proposals. Um, But, you know, <laughs> It's it's a really cool concept, and something that I'm glad we can offer that. You know, it's a bit different than what the typical donut shop provides. So it's been a good thing.
0: Oh, totally. Like even even seeing like the, the small like um like the donut balls or what have you, the donut holes. It's like yeah, yeah like hmm, these are gonna be much better than anyone that you're gonna see. I was like just looking at the quality in the pictures, I was like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> these are not munchkins, these are these are much better. These are quality. These are called quality. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: see the the real glades on those, not the, the dried munchkins that have been sitting there for a week.
0: <laughs> like, get them out of here. Um <laughs> So uh, I guess this will be the last question and then we'll get into the shameless plug section and then we'll wrap up. Right. Um, okay. uh, what advice would you give someone that's interested in going into artisanal baking?
1: Oh, um, I guess the biggest thing is to be patient with yourself. Uh, give yourself time to perfect your craft. Uh, I mean, for me, baking is very personal. It's my my, my time for meditation, my time for just sort of being alone in the kitchen and, and having my thoughts just flowing, really. Uh, but, you know, for me, I think it's about professionalism and providing your customers with the mo- with the best product possible. So if that means you take six months to develop your recipes or to come through with, you know, your designs to be as on par as possible, take the time to do that. Uh I me, mean, again, if you're In the service industry in general, I think you owe it to your customers to do the very best you can. Uh, And like I said, for me, that comes down to just practicing what you do, testing your recipes, getting feedback from other bakers, people in your family, neighbors, whoever. But take the time and and do it right. That's the biggest thing. Don't, no shortcuts. (laughs) There are no shortcuts to this. Take the time and do it right.
0: That's that's really good. Um, absolutely no shortcuts, I think. Um, just anything worth doing, you have to put the effort, the energy, the blood, the sweat, the sugar, absolutely. whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, the late nights, the early mornings.
0: Absolutely. All of that.
1: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> all right. So we're in the last like few minutes of it. Um, so social media shout-outs. Um, where can he find you? Where can he find uh, you coming up for events. This is going to go up, um, you know, relatively soon. We'll have you probably, probably mm-hmm. next Friday. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, where, what do you have coming up um, as far as like uh, events that you're going to be at and um, where can they find you on social media and all of that good stuff?
1: Uh, we are at Cross Street Farmer's Market every single Saturday. That's at 1065 South Charles Street in bells Point. Uh, the Farmer's Market is from 9 to 12 p.m. Also, uh, every single week, we allow pickup orders at our commercial kitchen at 6615 Harford Road in Parkville. Uh, so customers can reach us online. Our website is www.blondiesdonuts.com. That is donuts spelled out, so D O U G H N U T S dot And you can pre order your items directly through our website. And again, pickups are available on Fridays and Saturdays. We are looking to maybe add another one or two days to the lineup at some point, maybe by July or mid-July timeframe. But for for right now, it is just weekend pickups. We also do custom orders. So as we talked about with the letter donuts, customers can order any kind of personalized messages they wanna provide to loved ones or friends or coworkers or whoever, um, again, directly through our website. And as far as social media, we are on Facebook and Instagram. For Facebook, we're at Blondie's Dough, and on Instagram at Blondie's Donuts. Uh, so please check us out. We uh, again are at the farmers markets every week. Because of COVID nineteen, we don't don't actually have, have any uh, official events coming up per se. All of our events have been canceled unfortunately this year. However, um, again, the farmers markets are the place to get us each week. And just one more plug, we do have a food truck uh, that is currently in production, and we hope to be up and on the road in the next two months. Uh, the timeline right now is about mid-August that we should be ready to hit the road. Um, so please check us out on social media. We'll be posting more as truck as truck hits the road and exactly where we'll be from week to week. Um, but yeah, we look forward to bringing the people of Baltimore, the best donuts you've ever had. Uh, <laughs> We thank you all for the support, and feel, you know, feel free to reach out if you have any other, you know, questions or you have certain requests. We're here for you, so thank you.
0: So two things we're we're talking about donut tailgate soon. Um, oh yeah! <laughs> and, and secondly, just in time
1: for football season. Yes, yes, yes.
0: And secondly, for all of for you fellas out there, when you get in trouble with your girlfriend or your wife, don't send flowers. <laughs> just send a custom order of blondie yes. donuts. Just we like, got can you. I, can I get them in a rose color? You know, like she has a sweet tooth, and I'm a I jerk. So it. yes, we can hook you up. We got you. <laughs> Saving relationships one donut at a time. Uh, <laughs> So um, I want to thank uh, Michelle Diggs from Blondie's Donuts for joining me on getting to the truth in this art. And um, pretty much the message is there's art around you everywhere. All you have to do is just look for it. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you for coming on. Thank you.